Thanks for listening to Bravo Group Chat. Please like, subscribe, and leave us a review. Follow us on social media at Bravo Group Chat. Hey guys, welcome back to Bravo Group Chat. Today, we sit down with Chef Matt Burns from Season 5 of Below Deck. All right, so how did you get cast for Below Deck? So do you remember, I think it was Below Deck, Matt, remember that cast member, Lauren? Ooh. Wait, Below Deck, <laughs> Matt, her name is Lauren. She like dated Ben. Oh, okay, oh, okay, yeah. okay, yeah. Right, okay, so in Fort Lauderdale, we were on a, I was on a boat and uh, the boat was being sold. So we hired some extra help to get the boat ready for sale, as you do. And Lauren came on board and she wasn't, her season had not aired yet. So we had no idea who she was. Um, so, you know, I met Lauren, Lauren's really, like a really nice girl. And uh, she's like, what are you going to do after this boat sails? Uh, like, it goes away, like after the boat sells. And she, I'm like, well, I'm not sure. I'm going to look for another boat. Maybe take some time off. She's like, you know, I know a captain who's probably looking. Uh, I was like, oh, she's like, forward me your CV, your resume, and I'll, uh, I'll flick it over to him. I was like, okay, cool. So I, you know, sent her PDF and she took it. She sent it to another captain, a captain. <laughs> and then uh, the captain was, uh, I guess, yeah, it was Below Deck. It was the um, the producers or the, oh, yeah, the, cool. cast, the cast directors, yeah. Okay. So, so, yeah. So the casting directors are the ones that hire you. So are not, the captain has nothing to do with who's coming on his ship. No, not Whereas at all. Really? Normally, if it wasn't on TV, the captain's the one that hires you. Is Correct. that how that works? Okay. Wow. Yeah. No, now, no say. Did you notice? Because you know, from us watching, it kind of more so, I guess, when it comes to the stews and the deckhands. Obviously, people mm-hmm. will have not that much experience. Is that mm-hmm. rare to get hired on a boat like that without experience in yachting? It's a good question. Um, <laughs> so. That boat's fairly big, right? Like it's yeah. uh, it's not a small yacht. And um, given the size of the boat, usually usually you hire experience, you know, you don't hire a green crew when it comes to a 150 foot yacht. Yeah, right. Um, green crews start out on like 90 foot yachts, you know, 80 footers uh, with five or like four crew or three crew, you know? Um, very rarely will a boat of that size will hire green crew. I was shocked when I said, when I like introduced myself to Jen and, and uh, Baker, no, not Baker, she had experience. I think it was Bruno, but he had, he worked yeah, on, a, yeah. on like a cruise ship completely different. Yeah. Um, but like Jen, for yeah. example, oh no, never worked on a boat. Like what? You could tell. <laughs> oh, yeah, you could tell. But at the same time, it's not, that's not normal. Because it has to be intense. I mean, that's Kelly and I have both worked in the service industry. I saw I am in the service industry. Yeah. And that, there, it's a whole nother level of service and that uh, you have to know how to do on these types of boats. Yeah, it's, uh, it's basically a big floating hotel, right? Right. Also, don't you need to know like a little bit of like boat safety too? Yeah, it's, yeah, you have to do your STC. So before you get hired on a yacht, you need to go get your STCW. And that's, uh, you know, you got to know a little bit of boat safety and you got to, they basically, it's a weak course. It's actually a joke, but it's a weak course and you go and you go put out fires and you answer a bunch of multiple, you know, choice questions and you pass and they're like, hey, now you can go work on a vessel. And um, yeah, you go figure um but uh no the, a good captain would before going on any trip would have drills before you leave right and practice drills and make sure everyone's comfortable with their job when it comes to an emergency and that's so, like my job like a chef jobs technically on like 150 plus is that i would get the provisions ready i go upstairs and get the e-perb out, out of the bridge which is like a an EPIRB is a device that if you go throw it overboard, it communicates with like the lifeguard, like the lifeguards, the uh, ghost guards. Okay. Yeah. 
So, okay, how did you get onto boats? Because I'm assuming you worked on land and stuff first. Or did you? Yeah, yeah, I didn't start on boats. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, so when I was, I said this before, when I was 14, um, I started dishwashing. I think as we, as we did. Yeah, as they started off in the restaurant business. <laughs> yeah, and then I really enjoyed it. And then one day the line cook called in sick. And the chef looked at me, he's like, get back, get off the dishes and hop online. And I was on past, like a pasta station. And, uh, and then uh, I got some recognition from the bartender. <laughs> and uh, I was like, I like this. I like this industry. Yeah. So I think I'll stay. So then I became uh, like a night owl, I guess, because the hours of restaurant, yeah. you know, just you would start your shift at like say midnight or sorry, noon and end at midnight. So right. or start at two and close at midnight and then go across the street into a restaurant or a bar and they lock you in until four in the morning and you walk home and do all over again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we know the drill. We know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So were you kind of like over those types of hours and just like the long charter seasons and stuff like that is that why you kind of got into real estate you wanted to just totally switch gears no um, <laughs> no I was at I was at uh I had a really good job like I was a good career I when I came back to land um I got hooked up with Nordic Spa and they're not too far from here they're like the largest spa in North America they're it's an outdoor spa it's they do we do like really beautiful if you ever have a chance type in Nordic Spa in Chelsea Quebec it is beautiful mm -hmm. um but obviously when the world shut down we had i had to i had to pivot yeah i guess that makes i forgot about and that. so i had a lot of time in my hands and i was like as like you know you're, you're used to being busy you're used to doing things as a chef you're always moving you're always you know maestro and you're doing things you're orchestrating you're ordering um i was kind of like twiddling my thumbs and then when we shut down i started picking up the books and I started studying and which should take, I don't know, two years. I had nowhere to go, nowhere to be. So I fucking full throttled that course in 10 months. And then here we are. That's, That's awesome. awesome. Yeah. Kelly's <laughs> doing that too right now. She's going for her real Very estate slow. life. Nice. Very slow. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what? It was, uh, it's so worth it. You definitely, I'm, I'm looking for, I want to know, tell me when you're done. All right. Cool. <laughs> It's I intense. Will. My it husband is. did that. He was in money marketing, money market trading floors for years and did finance yeah. and all that stuff. And then it was probably, he's on his fifth year. He pivoted and went to commercial real estate and he loves it. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. It's I feel like if you're from the hospitality industry, it, 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 you know, it complements well. Oh yeah. Because you're yeah. always late with in front running people and you're trying to please people. So if you're trying to, if you're you know as a chef you're always trying to please the audience and uh same kind of thing right like as yeah. your husband knows like you have to please your clients and you're always you know every becky and call kind of thing because my phone doesn't yeah. shut off until like you know deals could be happening at 11 p.m right they do yeah literally all the time he's just like on his phone taking a call messaging emailing it's like non-stop <laughs> I, I can only it's yeah, it's a dick. It can be addictive sometimes too. But the money's worth it. So I'm like, honey, make yeah. that money. Answer that email. <laughs> yeah, that was a nice. That's that's definitely nice. But you have to work. Like if you don't, half of this job is showing up. Yeah. Yep. Right. You definitely. Be a real estate agent. Yeah. If you if you get out of bed, you get in your car, and you show up to the appointments. That's you're you're halfway there. Right. The rest you have to have to be likable. You have to understand the market, and you have to outdo your competition. And yeah. with services, if you got, if you have that, you're going to be very successful. Yeah, totally. For sure. Yeah. It's yeah. cool within real estate because whatever you put into it is what you get out of it. Yes. You know, right. so. yeah, it's funny. There's a lot of realtors here in Ottawa. There's like 4,000 realtors in the city. I'd say half of them are active. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. then half of that, like, yeah, a quarter of that is like they're, they're go-go, like they're go-getters. So I'd say 90% of the real estate is sold by 10% of the realtors. Wow. That's great. Right? Because you have, you know, because you've got people who just hang on to their license. Right. Mm -hmm. And don't, and don't practice. So, yep. yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Um, so do you have any moments when you were on below deck where you look back and you're like, Oh, I wish I wouldn't have said that or done that. Any cringe moments? <laughs> yeah, I think that was pretty obvious. <laughs> <laughs> so my boyfriend and I were rewatching some of the episodes the other day. Yeah. And I told him, I said, we're interviewing Matt on Monday and we were happened to start watching the episode where you went to the nude beach <laughs> yeah good one and good one he said <laughs> I mean we were laughing because it was very funny it was very entertaining and I'm glad I'm glad you found entertaining <laughs> I mean, it, was, it was enjoyable right <laughs> hey yeah I mean I was kind of like a little but yeah <laughs> did you did you really not know that it was a nude beach all right so backstory on that okay so um <laughs> we had just finished charter Charter has just walked off the boat. We got our tip. Usually in like real life scenarios, you want to like unwind and you don't really want to see the crew. You want to get off the boat and you want to go have a drink and you want to get away from people and you don't really want to talk to anybody. So after that wonderful charter, I decided they went to me and they go, Matt, get ready. You're going on a date with Bree. It's like, what? All I wanted, honestly, all I wanted to do is go into my bunk and just relax and just like sleep. And so I had to like, I was like, really? They're like, okay, um, pack a picnic. And then, um, you know, Bree's going to go ask Kate if she can go on this day. And maybe Jen will get upset, which is they're 100% right. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, so we like Bree and I both didn't want to go. You're so like, what I have to we're do both kind of like, let's, yeah, we have to do this, I guess. And um, so they got a boat ready for us, which was quite nice. Drove the boat in. And as we get closer and closer and closer to the beach, there are people that are wearing less and less and less clothing. <laughs> so it's like, what? where are we? Obviously, St. Martin on the Dutch side, there's, you know, nude beach. Um, but uh, yeah, I had no clue. We both had no idea. Oh Just show God. up. And, uh, uh, yeah, that was so my protest. I wanted to, I just drank Jim Beam just to get off the beach. Yeah. You're like, you're gonna make me go on this date. I'm at least yeah. gonna be fucked up. Yeah, exactly. You and just, like, more pounding, I, pounding beers like on the yacht before you went. And I was yeah. like, oh, I forgot about this. Like it's gonna be so bad. Oh yeah. Yeah, no, and guess what happened? I didn't we didn't stay on that beach very long, did we? <laughs> it's so funny. And yeah, then like uh, it also just proves how and that's we've learned through talking through various Bravo stars, how production driven a lot of this stuff is, because then you see like Brie going back saying like, Matt took me to a nude beach. And I was like, Matt didn't take me anywhere. This is where production drove the boat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Basically it was like, you guys are going on a date and pack a picnic. Yeah. In like 20 minutes. So like, oh okay, cool. So I want to know about Jen. Is she actually like she's that's her real true self, how she acted? <sighs> she's, uh, how do I say this? Um, no, she's, no, she's, yeah. she is who she is, and she's actually a lot of fun, and she's got a really big heart. She really does. She's, I I didn't. She's like, a little quirky, which yeah. is fine. I like yeah. didn't hate her. I actually liked her, but yeah. I wanted her to stop fighting with Kate. <laughs> well, yes, we all yeah, and but you know, she was the only one willing to, if you will. I know, right? Yeah. And uh, so, if that's the you know, Brie wasn't going to, right? Um, you know, I was obviously don't fight with anybody. Um, yeah. So. Um, but you know, Jen was willing to, to fight with her and, and pick fights. And, but again, cameras are there in the right moments. They just edit that and make right. it beautiful. And then it makes it that more dramatic. And so, yeah, I but she's a great, she's honestly on Jen on, on kind of answer your question. Jen is a phenomenal woman and, uh, she deserves more credit than she got. She goes, she did work hard. She did work very hard. Um, except for the one morning when I got pretty, honestly, that's, I, I got pretty upset when uh, she slept in that one morning. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I just don't understand who the fuck sleeps in on a charter. doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's just like a work thing. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, that's a work thing. I don't yeah. blame you. I'd get annoyed with that, too. 
But like mm-hmm. one of the things that like Michael and I were saying, like the girl didn't even know how to make a Cosmo. I was like, come on, Jen. Well, Jen, on. Jen had never worked in, in it, I know, but she had never worked on boats. She had never served. She had never been in, the, she's never, that's what I mean, that's a perfect recipe for like disaster. For disaster. Right? Yeah. And for people to get pissed off at you that have worked in the industry, because even being in a restaurant, when you get, a young kid that comes in mm-hmm. and that's never done anything before where in a restaurant's a little bit more understanding like right. people still get annoyed or like what do you mean you don't know what to do like yeah. you know so it's not no, a very no. forgiving industry no 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 and especially the bigger you get like that the spa i had 44 cooks under me and so like there's oh. like first week so the four like the first week welcome aboard like welcome to nordic spa this is what you're going to do for week one and when you go home, this is homework. So when you, like, so that we try and eliminate a lot of fuck ups, you know? You know? Yeah. So I have a question. What do you think is necessary to run a successful kitchen as someone that's done it? I can teach you how to cook. I just can't teach you to be on time. I can't teach you how to be respectful. I can't teach you how to clean your apron. I can't teach you, I can't do your laundry for you. Right. You've got if you can just show up on time, yeah. You've like I said, like in anything, right? And but like, yeah, to run a successful kitchen, you need people who are willing to be there. And honestly, it's changed a lot. Like when I was when I was going into like rest like restaurant eighteen, which was like a fine dining, it's where I learned my craft. Mm-hmm. I was working for free half the time. Yeah, you wow. can't do that shit anymore. You can't you can't ask someone to work for free anymore. You know what I mean? So like you have to pay and, and pay them well. Yeah. Um, another yeah, reason why I left it. That's another reason why I left the restaurant industry is because, you know, pay shit. Yep. Yep. My- so like why bust your ass off on land at a restaurant for under hundred K a year? It doesn't make any sense. Right. Right. And it's hard to like, you see, I know where I work, the kitchen guys work double the hours for half yep. of the pay yeah. that the front of house does. Yep. You know? And yeah. you wonder why, you know, There's they'll get lazy there. at times mm-hmm. or they'll have bad attitudes and yeah, no, but for sure to run a successful kitchen, pay them well so that they want to be there too, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. um attitude. Yeah. Everything else, you know, we can cover. Sure, I'll teach you how to sharpen your knives. I'll right. teach you how to make a mirepoix. I'll teach you the basis of cooking. But besides, if you don't have, if you don't have the attitude or the well, or the, like you can't, what else is there? Yeah. Do you have a favorite thing you like to cook or type of food? Huh. Uh, like, uh, I don't know. That's a good <laughs> question. Uh, I, I like to eat a lot of food. <laughs> yeah, so you're not like picky at all there's nothing no like. no and one thing I've definitely learned is I am probably the best person to cook for because I'm just I know what it's like if I said if I'm like no I don't like this and that and this but I am one I've recently become lactose intolerant which is age it's terrible <laughs> it's, it's, t- it's cheese like how do I am I gonna how am I gonna give up cheese oh. She doesn't like cheese and it's like my favorite food. (laughs) I know. I'm like the weirdest person ever. I know. It's so weird. I don't eat cheese. I don't like condiments. I don't eat eggs. I don't eat fish. Like so weird. But cheese. She would be the worst yacht guest ever. I would be the or the the easiest. If you think like you could you you could think the other way, right? If you don't yeah. like, okay, well, this is what I have. You can eat this. Literally, give me popcorn. Yep. Popcorn, (laughs) french fries bagels well done fillets <laughs> i know right i know i know like i'm definitely the person that if i was ever on a yacht they'd be like this dumb bitch like how can i cook for her <laughs> so right. speaking of yeah. can you think of like the worst yacht guest you've ever had as far as like food goes have you ever had like anything that's been like extremely difficult or annoying um yeah i mean for sure but uh <laughs> let's talk about actually i forget what episode was what episode it was 
there was one guy who's like, you know, like the know-it-alls, like, oh, I used to be culinary. Yeah. Oh, I used to yeah. do this, but I'm not doing that anymore. And blah, yeah. blah, blah. And I'm like, you're telling me risotto is. Oh, yeah. Is oh, that guy. Yeah. I mean, that guy? Yeah, that guy was a shithead. Yeah. But, um, like, are you kidding me? Like, your, your, your scallops are perfectly done. Your yeah. risotto is supposed to be, it's supposed to be al dente. Right. I'm not going to give you slop because I know that's what you're wanting. Yeah. But I'm not going to do that because I know how to cook the damn shit. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, that guy was really like, I, I know it all. But when you hit the know it alls and you make them happy, especially with shit that you know it wasn't good. Right. <laughs> you, know, you know, they're full of it. <laughs> yeah. So are the preference sheets what we see when we watch Below Deck similar to how it is in real life on yachts? Sure. Yeah. That was that, that like scenario where you sit with like, the head, like the chief stew, the captain, yeah. the bosun for toys and like the, you yeah. know, first officer that that's, that's legit. So you sit down, we talk about what we're going to do, how we're going to execute the next couple of days and the next few days. And, uh, yeah, no, that's, that's, that's real. That's that we've done that many, many times, sit yeah. down, have a meeting, talk about who's coming on board, what they like and dislike. Um, but one of the craziest things that's happened to me when I was in the med, I was in the Croatia and uh the PA so the personal assistant of our charter guest filled out the preference sheets oh so when the missus came on board with the children and there was a weird dynamic there anyways they showed up I had provisioned for 10 days can you imagine like provisioning for crew and for guests Okay. 10 days i've got like yeah, yeah. 15 grand with the food or more and um on the boat and they don't eat any of it wow. maybe like half of it sorry like maybe a little bit of it but like the pa signed and i just went i just took it i grabbed it i grabbed the, the preference sheets and i went up just to them and i'm like do you like this <laughs> <laughs> no yes right no yes and they're like i'm like and she the wife was asked the husband the primary he goes well, who signed this? Who filled this out? She was like, oh, Cheryl did. The PA. I was like, oh. oh my so God. then we had to get rid of some of our provisions to fill in room for, had to go provision again. So like day one, complete, completely shot, right? Day two, trying to get more provisions that they like, like different fish, different proteins, different. Yeah. So that was, that was a bit of a shit show. Now, does the charter guest like, did they have to then pay more money for new food or is oh, that, yeah. so, okay. <laughs> so that's, they pay whatever food they select, they're paying for that. Yeah. 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 But to be honest, there's some really glory days, right. And yawning there's some beautiful yachts, like just oh, yeah. gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous uh, days and weeks. And like that make it all worthwhile. For example, you know, we were in St. Bart's and this is before the show but you know it was we had a beautiful charter there was a family and they had three weeks on the boat and wow. uh the first week they brought like the first week and a half they brought their kids and the second week and a half was like uh, they brought their friends and these people were amazing they're from Chicago super down to earth just normal people but extremely loaded <laughs> and um you know, they brought us out to dinners. They brought us out. The kids would like sneak me off the boat. We go drinking. I remember the first mate and I would go out and they said, could the first mate and chef come out with us? And the captain's like, you have no choice guys. You need to go party with these guys. So we go yeah. out next morning. You're supposed to do like fresh baked goods. Right. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> I was so hungover. I got locally sourced baked goods uh, <laughs> from St. Bart's. Uh, but no, it, it, you know, those people were great and they tipped us phenomenal. That, that was like the biggest tip in my yachting history. Wow. I just went above and beyond with their kids and like they're, you know, just checking them on them every day, making sure that they enjoy their breakfast and if they needed it. Like the first couple of days are so, so, um, paramount so like because you want to know what they like and didn't like right so you can kind of like think 10 steps ahead of them right you already had something prepared that you knew that they would like and exactly so the yeah. first the first like three days are i have to get to know them and i get to you know i have to know exactly how they and they're also there's like interviews before they come on the boat usually you actually talk to the print like you talk to them on the phone or do a zoom call 
and before they come on the boat so that you kind of have an idea what they want to eat. Okay. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Right. Like you're paying 250 grand for 10 days. Yeah. Wow. You might as well like talk yeah. to the chef. Right. right. Yeah. This and the captain crazy. and this chief stew, make sure that we don't yeah. mix up your lavender for like, you know, like lavender towels or mint towels. Like, oh, I don't like mint. We don't want right. to find that shit out the day you arrive. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That makes sense for sure. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Anyways, yeah. It's pretty crazy. What was it like um, working with uh, Kate and Captain Lee? <laughs> Lee, I think, is uh, a great guy. Um, <laughs> I think he's a good captain. He's a little weathered. He's definitely seen some things. Yeah. Um, Kate's a great chief stew. She's really good at her job. Um, she obviously has that Bravo below deck, you know, um, reality TV personality. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she flaunts it. She knows she's got it. She might as well just work with it. I love. She's a smart lady. I mean, smart girl. Yeah. I mean, if she, she, you know, she's not a. She can fake being a bitch and and get away with it and go on for X amount of seasons. Right. I actually saw something online today that it's rumored that she might be returning to Below Deck. Oh, really? Was that so? Yeah. That's why would you do that? I don't know. Maybe she (laughs) does it. Why maybe she loves it, but honestly, it's not that fun. That is a probably the worst yawning experience was below deck. Yeah. I, really? Yeah. No, it just it was just too it was just it's like because when you're when you do it for so long and then you go onto this boat and then people cameras are in your way. They were like the people, yeah. they're great cat, like they're good people, but like they're in your way, they're you know, they're trying to fuck you up. They're trying to put you do things you don't want to do. Um, and then it, it totally takes away from the whole professionalism. Right. Have right. You, have you heard of anyone? I feel like probably more so in the chef position that being on below deck, not necessarily yourself, but maybe other chefs that were on below deck, hmm. it kind of presented them in a negative light and like impacted their career in any type of way since you have all these different adversities you're overcoming and you have people, you're not set up for success like you are normally. Right. And they say that too. They're like, oh, we're not trying to set you up for failure. It's like, well, you're not really, you know, I had the Purdue. Yeah. No, to answer your question, um, I think chefs, all the chefs would agree uh, that it's not set up for success. Yeah. Yeah. Now, did you watch um, the seasons before you were on? First time I'd ever watched Below Deck was my season. Really? <laughs> really? Yeah. I'd, it, you're working on a yacht. Last thing you want to watch is a TV show about being on a yacht. Uh, yeah. But didn't you, didn't you want to like prepare yourself? They were paying me enough to go on there and just like, <laughs> just do whatever. I was like, all right, this is my exit. I had, I had like, I agreed to like, this is going to be my exit of yawning. I need, as I had a great eight or eight and a half, nine years, whatever it was. And uh, yeah. And uh, so. But after the show, there had been a lot of captains who had been like, hey, do you want to, like, we have charter guests that really liked you on the show. Did you want to come and do this charter? So that's happened. That's been fun. Um, cool. Yeah. Recently did a chart, like before my, like I started, I got licensed for real estate four months ago. So huh. in, septem- in September, before I started real estate, I went on an Alaskan cruise. For, like I did an Alaskan charter that was awesome met some great people um because of the show and then uh what else Reese and then I did I went to Tahoe with a friend of mine but because like and then when you go when you travel like in Canada you're not that it's not the biggest show here but in the U.S. as soon as they land in like an airport it's just like oh my god yeah tall chef Matt no pants <laughs> like, you are no. tall how tall are you uh, six, four in a bit. Love that. Yeah. I also think that you look extra tall too, because like Kate and Brie and, um, Jen all are tiny. Oh, there's like Jen's the size of a basketball. She's, yeah. Like they're so yeah. tiny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, are you still friends with anybody that you were on the show with? Uh, yeah. I still talk to like Nico. Definitely. We, him and I, after okay. the show, we, you would, uh, I'd visit him in Chicago and, um we just have a blast we just 
They knew, you know what's funny? So they, you know how Nico and I got bunched together in the beginning? Well, they do that on purpose, right? Because they like, they bunk people on purpose. So they right. don't match personalities. They, when you're going through this interview process, they, you know, ask you a bunch of questions and they kind of have like a psychologist kind of like ask you, how do you feel? Like, I don't know. You know what I mean? And then they're like, oh, well, this person's going to click with this person or this person is not going to like this. And this is how they cast the show. Yeah. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. So they plan to pin you guys and Bree and make a little love triangle out of that. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I have a question. It's very random, but do yeah. you, did you watch Ted Lasso? Ted Lasso. Am I supposed I even, to watch? I don't am I supposed know. to watch Ted Lasso? It's, it's on, it's on Apple TV. No, I don't, I don't, I have no time to watch TV. Okay, well, you need Sorry. to watch it. I'm going to pull up a picture and show you because I, Michael and I discovered this the other day when we were re-watching your season that you okay. look like Roy from Ted Lasso and you need to watch the show because it's hilarious. I will watch the show for you. <laughs> and don't Ted Lasso. Everybody thinks Oh, look, that, he's writing it down. He look, actually might do it. Everybody thinks yeah. that Roy from Ted Lasso is very hot. And this is him. Bring it up a little closer. Sorry. Okay. I think you kind of look like him. I, I, I appreciate that. I think it's the beard and the and the hair and yeah. I guess yeah. I can see it. Yeah. But yeah, you look like him and you need to watch it. It's a hilarious show. It's on Apple TV. So it's on Apple TV. Yeah. It's so funny. Okay. Super fun. Ted Lasso. Yep. I'll have to watch it. Then lately, right. I've been watching. Uh, I just finished the Ozarks. Um, yes. Because they, oh, they, they had new episodes on. I'm oh. like the only person. Oh man, I was literally <laughs> like, I was. Yeah, it was intense at the end. I was like, Are you fucking kidding me? Like, I I don't even know. I don't. I hate when they end that like that. You know. Oh. Like, no. No. I know, but then even like how it began, like if yeah. the end. Oh, the car the accident. Ending, Yes. Yeah. If yeah. the very ending is that, I'm going to be so freaking pissed if like the, <laughs> the end of part two is them just like dead. Well, the end of part one was pretty intense. It was wild. It, it was, was just wild. like pulling pieces of skull at each other's hair. Yes. What? I, he walks in the door. Bam, bam. bam. Fuck you killed him. Helen. Like, yeah. Done. Goodbye. Yeah, like okay. kill the old lady, didn't care about her. She drove yeah. me nuts. But oh, oh wait, 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 wait. Is this okay? I think this is the show that Michael was watching the other day when I was like editing about money laundering and like well, heroin. Well, wait, I wasn't listening at all, but I was editing <laughs> a podcast episode. I had my AirPods in, but I it was in front of me because I was sitting on the couch and an old lady and a young kid got married, right? Yep. Oh, that's that show? Yep. Okay. Cause he's sitting over, Michael's sitting over there going like this. Yeah, I was so when mad. I, when I, I and so I'm mad. like, what's going on? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what yeah. you did in March when COVID hit because that's when our Ozarks came out as soon as everything shut I down. I watched Tiger yeah. King and Indian matchmaking and you gotta watch Ozarks. It's so other fucking things. good. It's no. so oh, obviously, I mean Yellowstone I was pretty incredible. I didn't Wait. watch Yellowstone. I so everybody it. loves Yellowstone too, uh -oh. and I can't get into it. Yeah. No, uh, you gotta give it. It gets it is slow in the beginning, but um, if you like, like there's a scene, there's a couple scenes in Yellowstone that are very similar to the Ozarks. Like okay. there's a gun. I'm gonna say there's a gun scene in mm -hmm. Yellowstone that will like just. I don't know. You're, you're like gripping the seat. It's just intense. You gotta watch it. Give it another shot. My sister-in-law loves it, and she told me that I need to I need to watch something else. So maybe I'll have to get into Yellowstone. Michael keeps telling me to watch it, especially because I'm gonna be in Yellowstone in a couple of weeks, and yeah. he's like, "You have to watch it." I just can't. Like about, I've tried twice. It's like about a rich people that own a ranch. Yeah, it's like a family so ranch. It's about a family who own a ranch that try and save their land from other from like outcasts, like like sorry, like outsiders. Like they come in, they need the land, they want to build shit, they want to land. They're like, no. This is our land. Get off. Maybe there's like it's good. guys in it. I yeah. did you watch Peaky Blinders? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, taste in TV. I am yeah. 
I literally just Googled the other day when the last season was coming out. And apparently it's in February. And I just, I need it in my life again. Oh, May. <laughs> she's obsessed. I'm obsessed. Oh, he's the best. That end scene when like, well, the beginning, I guess it was part one where Arthur's like, like he's dead. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yes. That was insane. That was just I didn't see that coming. No, not at all. I was like, I can't believe they fucking killed him so early. Like he ah. Arthur's just dead now. Yeah. And I just I can't. And then even whenever um his wife died, Killian Murphy's wife died. I can't think of his name. I can't think. Um okay, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Shelby, like, when his wife weirdest, died, yeah. The weirdest death ever. And I'm yeah. like, how would you do that? We're killing her right now. We're killing her. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm so excited. I'm obsessed with Killian Murphy. I'll just share photos of him on my Instagram all the time because he's so yeah. fucking hot and that accent. Uh, I know you probably don't relate to that, but like that's what gets my heart. The accent's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. No. Speaking of, do you have a lady in your life? I do. Or I was gonna say, or a man. I don't know. <laughs> Two ladies. Yeah. Wait, or, you could, you could no, a child, her mom. Um, she is a little uh, Aussie doodle. Aww. Aww. I love those. I don't know. So cute. She's cute. She's, uh, well, you know, I grew up with dogs and my whole life we had like a great Pyrenees and a Husky mix. So like that dog was amazing. It just shed everywhere. Yeah. And, high and uh, so decided not to have a shedding dog. Yeah. Smart. Yeah. yeah Aussies are really really good dogs too mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. no she listens well she's good she's uh she's a good dog she's uh she loves the snow she eats a ton of snow every yeah. time I go eat like she's so funny she's a good dog you guys have a lot of snow right now oh yeah yeah <laughs> oh yeah where are you guys Pittsburgh Pennsylvania oh okay so not that far we yeah. actually we've had um so you I just might- looked and we had, um, we've had 13 consecutive days of snow this year so far. And that compared to last year, what we had last year, we had like two inches of snow all winter last year. So what town are you in? Pittsburgh. You're in, you're in Pittsburgh. Okay. No, yeah. like we're like in the city. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So you yeah. guys like hockey too then? I mean, by default, everyone in Pittsburgh like is obsessed with penguins. the penguins and the yeah. pirates and the Steelers. So yeah, true. I mean, you guys. I mean, Pittsburgh. The penguins are have been around for a long time. For a long yeah. time. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. People go hard for. Do you them. know? Do you know how far we are from each other? How far are we? We are not that far. I think we're only like um, let's see like here. drivable. But aren't your borders closed still? Could you even? No. Not in, well, there's a lot of shit going on right now in Ottawa. You're only like eight hours away. It's not too bad. Really? That's not that bad. Yeah, that's not no. bad at all. We're like way closer to like the Buffalo border of Canada. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. 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 I've never been there to Ottawa. I've only been to Niagara Me Falls. Either. Same. That's <laughs> why I wore my Niagara sweatshirt oh you you did <laughs> we were interviewing a canadian i wore my niagara sweatshirt that's, that's so nice <laughs> for a little nod to you <laughs> um so how how do you spend your free time if you have any besides work and your dog watching pinky blinders <laughs> well you your husband would tell you yeah you know we don't really until december yeah. yeah um december was like a quiet time right because it's christmas so but like right now we're ramping up again and it's uh it's so busy like uh that's good uh, gotta set it up for the rest of the year first quarter man you know it you know it um so no i've been i just been it's been nice because the last two years have been like off and on at the, at the nordic spa right and like and then i kind of so it's been just, it's just been nice to get back. It's just been nice to be busy again. Routine. Um, yeah, yes, exactly. Um, so the gyms are reopening here on the 14th. So that's exciting. Oh, so wow. They've been closed for a while. Yeah. So what I did go, to, it's funny. I went to Florida um, in December 
for a quick trip just to visit some friends play golf um but it was like so nice everything was wide open yeah was, i was like, gonna say was, you come to america do whatever the fuck you want to do because we're idiots yeah everything's wide open here <laughs> we we often say that we would like to move somewhere other than america mm -hmm. oh, well there's definitely i gotta say though like because we've been in lockdown like things have been closed for like two years but it was it was it was strange. Care. It was so bizarre. Sorry. I love. She wouldn't care. She liked when things were closed. I was you know what? thriving. <laughs> and hey, it changed my career. Yeah. Honestly, it changed it, my it was, life too because it made me slow down. Yeah. It did. It did. Yeah. No, for sure. Same. And uh, you know, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't have had a. I wouldn't have had a different career if it wasn't for the shutdown. So like. Yeah. I, and I, you know, very happy that we, I made that choice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I, can't. No, I, don't smell like, I don't smell like onions anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but even if you like, for anyone that wants to have a family or, you know, get married or something, it has to be hard to do that if you're on mm -hmm. the road all the time, I would imagine. Oh, yeah, it is. No, you can't have roots. It's like, um, you can't you... a pilot. It's hard. Yeah. I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah, a little different, but like, um, yeah, we're always on. Like pilots don't have to be like, they're not entertaining guests. Right, yeah. They like we're like, do, 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 do. like <laughs> yeah. we're just a circus yeah. for like 10 days straight. Yep. Um, or a week straight or whatever, what have you. But, uh, yeah, no, that's exhausting. Yeah. Hence why, hence why we like to like put our hair down when we get off the boat. Right. Yeah, and uh, let loose of it. Now, if you had a boat, what would you name it? Ooh. <laughs> <sighs> Good question. And we always talk about this, the crew, and like everyone is like, "What would you name your boat?" Oh, uh, I would name it Mary Poppins. <laughs> do you like Mary Poppins? I do. Is that one of your top Disney movies? Yes. Okay, Matt, like we are kindred spirits because literally <laughs> the other day, my I was telling my husband I want to go to Disney and he was like, well, what are your favorite Disney movies? And I said, Cinderella, Pocahontas, and Mary Poppins. Pocahontas. Pocahontas, yes. Yes. Absolutely. Good yes. one. I do love Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins. I think if you had a, sorry? I said Mary Poppins is so good. I love Mary Oh, it teaches you so much. I think, you know, like as a, as a kid and you're like, and I think it, it taught me a lot. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, I think Poppins is a great, I think Poppins just like, or like, you know, Mary Poppins would have to be the name of the yacht. And I think people would understand it. Yes. You know oh, what I mean? That. That's yep. a good one. That is a good one. I like yeah. that. And what about you? Oh, I don't know. You don't have a favorite? Oh, but oh, what I name a boat. What would I name a boat? I have no idea. It's no hard. Question. It's a tough question. Yeah. yeah, I I would really have to think about it. Yeah. No. Well, sure. well, give us a day. We'll DM you our answer. We'll get back to you on that. <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds good. Um. Good. Ask the next question. Um. What is your biggest pet peeve defined on a preference sheet? The biggest pet peeve on a preference sheet would have to be um like not following it. Yeah. <laughs> like when you when you when you put in like um i'm gluten-free and i like go out of my way for like a week trying to find you gluten-free bread in the middle of the, the uh -huh. you know in, of like the caribbean or whatever and it's just like or we order it in and we special order everything You're like oh by the way no it's just it's not a, it's not a an allergy it's just a preference <laughs> that's the most annoying okay well i don't have to stress about it anymore i'm just gonna give you bread and lots of yeah. gluten Yep. Yeah, yeah, that would. Yeah, that's probably my biggest pet peeve. If you don't follow what you wrote down. So that was like one of our other questions was, would you rather cook all vegan forever or all gluten forever? All gluten free forever. Sorry. I would rather cook all vegan forever. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Just like yeah. fresh. That's just like vegetables and fruit, right? Yeah, and like tofu and like and like you can, yeah, there's there's so much you can do. You can do, even do like cauliflower rice. You can do there's there's a lot you can do vegan. All right. Yeah. I don't I would choose neither. 
that wasn't an option that wasn't an option oh I actually wanted to say so I was pretty impressed about like with your sushi meal that you were very nervous about yeah like I did I thought that you did like a pretty good job and like even though it was like oh he's looking up he's looking up stuff in the in the book or online or whatever I was like, I thought well, you for, we forget that like she looks up fucking recipes for Cosmos and fucking martinis exactly. too. I'm right. sure that was the producers in her ear though. Right. Oh yeah, absolutely. And she knows what she's doing. But another thing that Michael and I, again, we were watching it together. He's like, ooh, and I thought of you too. They're putting the sushi on that man's body on Bruno. Yeah, that's, that's gross. Well, we were like, we Michael and I were like, we would never eat that sushi off of someone's body. No. What if it was someone? Okay. What if it was, uh, I don't know, a guy from Ted Lasso? <laughs> no. No. I, don't, I, I, don't, I, would eat, I would eat sushi off of Killian no, Murphy. No, you would not. Yes, I fucking would. See? Off, off his butt, I would eat there. You, you don't know what if he bathed? I'm going to assume <laughs> that he bathed. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> we're germaphobes i would never i wouldn't i wouldn't wait real quick speaking of bruno did you this was probably like six months ago or something at this point maybe even longer ago and he was posting those photos on instagram oh yeah like body yeah like his penis just like not not like dick and balls hanging out but it was like just something (laughs) covered did you see those photos no i don't uh i don't are you did are you not you didn't follow bruno because uh I'm it's a little too much. I'm sending them to you. Okay, send them to me. <laughs> they were yeah. so fantastic. All, all power, yeah, all the power to him. Yes. If he yes. wants to do that, that's He's fantastic. He was feeling but himself. It was feeling yourself. Like, you go, boy. You go. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good. Hilarious. <laughs> so yeah. on the show, you said that you're a meat potatoes guy. Mm-hmm. So, would you rather eat bad steak for life or no steak ever again? What? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, what the fuck kind of question is that? We like asking uh, weird questions. <laughs> I, I, I would, I would say, I would like to eat bad steak instead of no steak ever again. I think it's bad I think- steak. It's like to the point of like leather. Just okay, so I was I like thinking it. like either. Yeah, the way you like it. What'd you say? (laughs) The way I like it. Yeah. So I was thinking either like way too overcooked or really, really, really bland, but you can always like spice up something that's bland. Even if you just have like salt and pepper, you can Mm -hmm. fix it a little bit, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. For sure. There's always a way. I think like a bad, like a badly seasoned steak is. How do you like your steak cooked? I, so I used to eat it well done what do you like, do right very now? well done i'm a big girl now i'm an adult and, and what do you I, do medium I well medium. no okay, i medium eat a medium well. what do you do matt with yours rare, rare? yeah yeah i feel yeah. like wow. real men eat their meat rare. yeah and then they're low to just open a cow and just like take a piece of it then <laughs> that's so disgusting i mean you have a point you're not i mean you have a point there yeah yeah it's pretty gross. Not even funny. Put it that way. Yeah. That was gross. That's what you're doing. At least we sear it for like at least 10 seconds on each side. Like, no, I can't do the blood. No, no. I'm but hey, you know what, though? Here's a you're doing a steak, you have to cook it with a cast iron pan. Yes. Yep. I will. Or, yeah. I mean, it's such a, I mean, the grill is nice on a barbecue, but you can never really tell, especially if you're at someone else's house. Like, if the grill is like a hot spot there and you're just fucking hot spot here you're like oh so much easier because the cast iron pan delivers the heat evenly throughout the pan and residual heat just does its own beautiful thing and it's magical <laughs> do you cook like a lot for yourself like nice meals it depends how i'm feeling but <laughs> um but no sometimes it's just kind of like throw it all together and just Watch the Ozarks, you know. Yeah. Like, but you're not what? like eating like taquitos or like frozen food. Taquitos. Come again? I said you're not eating like no. taquitos or frozen food. Do you know what no. a taquito is? Like a no. frozen. It sounds delicious though. They deep fried. 
<laughs> they're like it's like a frozen chicken cheese thing like wrapped in a thing which i will eat that because it's like fake cheese can we Just get those like, at 7-eleven can you get that at like no, a it's at a grocery store in a box yeah. <laughs> i'm sure you could probably get them at 7-eleven too though maybe but i like the only brand they sell at giant eagle oh of course oh okay well i'll have to go try no but i think my my biggest like cheat if a frozen meal came in play yeah i think like pizza pockets would be like oh yes. a, a oh, yeah. go too. those yep. are good yep. yeah Very i grew good. up on them at least your palate's not too refined. All right, last question, and then we'll let you get back to work. What Thanks. is your what is your um, go to pizza? Go to pizza. Got to have mushrooms on there. Got to have some sort of fun like fungi. <laughs> Both of you are like, oh my god, nope. no. Um, yeah, just like a sourdough, like an easy, like a like a very Italian, like like a napoli style very nice. yeah i'm gonna spend some time weirdo, this weirdo picks cheese off of pizza and then puts well, my yeah. pepperoni back on like, so what, what's i'm just another question about cheese i'm just curious so what makes you not like the cheese is it the saltiness the weird like is it the texture it it so i was really picky growing up and i i think it has to be the texture thing because my husband always says that it makes absolutely no sense that I don't like cheese because I love milk. I love dairy. I love salt. So like I have all the things that I guess is in cheese. I love, uh -huh. but I just, I can't, I can't do it. It's like this. Yeah. It's just, it's the texture. It has to be the texture, but I'll eat like craft boxed macaroni and cheese, but only if it's in it's, the like, that's the, not even real. It's cheese. like the character noodles. But that's not even real cheese. Noodles. It's like powder. It's like chemically powder. Well, that's probably why I like it, but I'll eat that. <laughs> so it has to be a texture thing, I guess. <laughs> totally. I, 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 do, I, I like the box cheese too. Like it's okay. I good. feel kind of ashamed though that we're talking to a worldly trained chef talking about Kraft mac and cheese. Listen, I am who I am. Ex-chef. Oh, ex-chef. Sorry, ex -chef. sorry. I feel like once you're a chef, though, you're always a chef because you have the skills. I true. You, you carry those skills for life, yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah. No, you're right. You're right. I would love, so would you, so wait, what, okay, for both of you, mm -hmm. what's your go-to meal if you're like, you know what, I just have to have this. It's like, your what's your, what's your go-to comfort food? Um, my dad's meatloaf his homemade mac and cheese and green beans that would be my dying wish meal Ooh, sounds good mm -hmm. um mine would be a crispy chicken pretzel bun sandwich with <laughs> lettuce and onion crispy cheese that sounds delicious too <laughs> mm. french fries <laughs> i'm oh yeah i gotta have the french fries <laughs> um fun fact uh and then we'll let you go on my the second date with my boyfriend he said that that's when he fell in love with me because i ordered meatloaf where did you order meatloaf in a restaurant dive bar um we have a place called dive bar here and mm -hmm. like really good meatloaf and he said that any girl that would eat meatloaf on their second date is a winner yep <laughs> That's funny. That's a good fact. Like, I feel like good. we're going to tell our grandchildren that someday. <laughs> so nice. Well, it was a pleasure having you talk to us tonight. So we thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to chat. No, thank you for contacting me. And this was fun. I appreciate it. Yeah. Right. Awesome. We're going to come look up that spa and take a girl's trip. Yes. And we'll go out to dinner. Yes. Sounds good. <laughs> you got to take us to your favorite place. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Matt. Thank you so Thanks, much. Matt. We'll see ya. Bye. Thank Bye. you. Hey, babes. Welcome to Bravo Group Chat, a weekly podcast about your favorite Bravo celebrities. Join us as we dive into the reality behind reality TV. 